Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 47 of the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan, as it always is. My name is Commander Wolf, as it always is. And my name is Wolves, as it has always been. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And yes, that guys, is. we are back here with our uh, regular half host who has um, rigged an awesome situation with two microphones. Uh, two snowball microphones, one connected to his phone and one to his computer. If you're listening live because he has the one connected to his phone, that one's going to sound mediocre. But on the recording, it's going to sound amazing with that nice snowball mic quality, so don't worry. It's good to have Wolves back. He's been out for a couple weeks, but uh, MFA has certainly done an amazing job here um, filling in as we move closer and closer to that marble league 2020 oh i'm so excited i could not oh, be yeah. more excited um and the teams judging by their social media posts are also absolutely psyched for this season you know so i don't know why i said you know there it's weird. definitely something but, you should count for <laughs> yes yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a great season um and the, the filler of Formula ugh, fuck Marbula E right in the middle has been amazing. I, I've really enjoyed kind of the the odd crossover to um, to real life racing. You know, uh, representing them with the marbles and having like real life commentators come in and get in on the fun. It's been it's been interesting to watch, definitely. And we'll uh, we'll talk about the whole dual commentary situation and all that afterwards. I again. Hope you guys are all staying safe out there. Um, said it for the last few episodes as we're in this weird, weird time. We're all just kind of in our houses, kind of hoping for the best. But um, I know some states and, and stuff are starting to open back up and, you know, try to get things moving again uh, this summer and, you know, try to get ready for the fall and everything. But, uh, you know, if you're one of those states, just be careful, all right? You know, they're opening back up, but it doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean it's not still out there. So still take precautions, be clean be sanitary um but uh if you're not open back up yet still uh find another netflix show to binge because certainly you got the time for that um yeah Yeah. i'm got all the time in the world how's it been uh for you out in quarantine world uh for me it's been all right uh i finally finished my last final exam today at sundown school and uh i actually got to go out into a public place yesterday i had to go to get a cat scan so you know that was the first time place yeah, I know, right? It was, it was, it was weird. I hadn't, wasn't used to procedures that people were like, like, oh, you gotta, like, hand, you gotta sanitize your hands and stuff like that. But they, it was a hospital, so I guess, you know, it, procedures are probably more strict than any other place. Mm. But, you know. Yeah, that's good to hear. It's good to hear that... Um, I'm glad you got to go outside for a bit. Yeah. yeah it's not, I mean, I've been See outside, the outside like, world. with my brothers, but I wasn't, like, going to public places. Like, I, or, like anything like that's not my backyard so it was nice to just get out of here indeed indeed yeah and wolves what about you 
Um, I haven't been doing a lot. I've been doing some bike riding with my stepbrother. Just sometimes it's just me. Um, main thing I'm trying to focus on is like, cause before in school you had like a set time that you had to do PE, but now there's none of that. So you can't just like do a Zoom call workout. So like now it's all on my own time. Hmm. And I think that's the one thing that I have to stay on top of. Yeah, definitely. Doing things on um, your own time is it, you lose the motivation. Like when you're not when you're not going somewhere to do something, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm just home. I'll do it tomorrow. You know that <laughs> kind of stuff. Ricochet, ricochet, right? Um, that was that didn't even fit there. That I wish I could just but, get fit sitting down. <laughs> facts. Well, you could just sit down and then eat lettuce. Does that work? Eat lettuce. Is lettuce is lettuce good for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a vegetable. Uh, yeah. Too much of it is bad. The dose makes strong. the poison. Anyways. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's get into Marvel Sports. <laughs> this intro is definitely running longer than um, it needs to be. So uh, yeah. let's get to Johnny Marble for the usual news of the week. All right. <laughs> Put that all right out, please. Uh, stop. Hello, Marble Sports fans! I am Johnny Marble, and you are listening to MSW News Segment. that right? Guys, race number two of Marbula E in Seoul, South Korea has arrived with a very interesting surprise, as Jack Nichols was joined in the commentary booth by none other than Greg Woods. And guys, it was a real treat to hear these two work together as they commentated over this exciting race. And the race itself, while exciting, was also engaging. Don't overthink it. With moments such as Mahindra getting caught up at a turn and losing two places, especially being eye-catching. But in the end, Jaguar took first, followed by Porsche in second, and Mercedes in third. Envision Virgin Racing, on the other hand, seems to have been struck by the host curse, as they once again placed last. Hopefully, though, they'll be able to get out of this funk and aim for podium finish in the next race. Well, hey, guys, the news was short, but I always enjoy our time together. I've been Johnny Marvel. You have been the best fans in the world. Let's take it back on and continue with the podcast. Welcome back from the news, everybody. Thank you, Johnny Marble, again for another unbelievable segment of news. It's always nice to hear him uh, and his excitement about the marbles. Certainly an amazing uh, Formula... I mean, I always say Formula E. It's Marbula E. Certainly amazing Marbula E um, (laughs) race this week, uh, featuring both Greg and... um, Oh, what's the name of the other guy? Greg and... Uh, I can't remember it on Jack Nicholson, yes. Greg and Jack Nicholson. I keep um, forgetting that. Giving out the commentary. What, were, what do you guys think about that? Do you guys think that that was um, better or worse? Or what are your thoughts? I loved it. I thought it was great. Like yeah, hearing them go back and forth. 
yeah, I definitely like adding um, him in. What was his name? I I forgot again. <laughs> was it Jack Nichols? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nichols. <laughs> or or N- N- Nichols. 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 Yes, it's, it's like Jack it's Nichols. Not, uh, yeah. Yeah. I oh my god, again, we're butchering sure. this man's name. Uh, but yeah, I definitely like adding him in because he uses a lot of the lingo and like, I don't know if he's pronouncing some things right. I, I assume he is. Um, he says Nissan instead of Nissan, but I don't know about that lingo. Um, I like adding him in because he knows a lot more about Formula E and like the drivers and who they are. And it adds more essence of like um, background instead of like, because Greg Woods has only interacted with like marble teams and he has background about that but now that you have jack nicholson there's a lot more that you can expand upon yeah yeah i think i think that it was pretty good i i would say it wasn't my favorite thing that they've done i don't the combo to me kind of seemed like hey people in the comments want greg wood so let's kind of get him back in there somehow if you and to me the commentary was kind of like okay taking turns you stop he stops talking now this guy's gonna pick up and begin talking jack's gonna pick up and then jack stops and then greg's gonna pick up and, and you know kind of that's how it goes but when i listen to like dual commentary and stuff it, it always feels like you know it's either it's either like a conversation between the two of them like they're both like kind of almost like having a conversation with their commentary or it's kind of skewed to one side where one person is doing all the play-by-play and then the other guy is designated to, to be the one that comes in every once in a while with the color and i just feel like none of that was kind of worked out like i really i mean they're both great commenters so i'm not bashing them at all i think they actually did a pretty good job especially considering it's their first time working together but you know their their styles are very different um and they didn't kind of i feel like they didn't kind of ready it before it was like okay greg's only gonna do the color every once in a while while jack does the play-by-play they both kind of took turns with that so i mean i guess based on experience that i've seen with dual commentary i kind of wish it was more like separated like that where where it was obvious that they both had roles as opposed to like oh we just want both of their voices there to satisfy all our fans i don't know maybe i'm overthinking that but it certainly seemed to me like it was good but it was a little bit forced maybe so to you, they, they were just, like, sharing, like, one or two roles instead of, like, having, like, different, like, or separate things that they were going to talk about or, like, focus on. They kind of just, like, blended in, like, taking turns and there was no, like, separate piece to them? It was kind of like they, it was kind of like what they said, what how they did it. It was kind of like one person could have easily have done the same thing, you know? And, and I feel when you have dual commentary, the point of dual commentary is, oh, we have two people and the two people are adding more to the the commentary more to the sport than just if we had one so um you know like if you think about think about baseball and stuff baseball is a very complex game so the reason they have two even three commentators because it's like okay this one guy it has all he can do to focus on the play-by-play because keep track of where all the runners are on base and where all the people are in the field and and all that's going on and the other guy because the play-by-play guy is all he can do to do that the other guy is the one who's studying the stats of all the hitters to kind of you know throw out some predictions like oh i think this hitter is going to be good against this guy's fastball that kind of stuff and it and it does add more to have the dual commentary because if you just had the one by play-by-play guy he wouldn't have the time or the ability to kind of come up with all those extra analytics with with this with this racing it was more like um you know jack would be like oh, and, and this marble takes the lead, blah, 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 blah. Then he would stop, and Greg would be like, oh, and he's going around this curve really well. You know, It was kind of like they picked up where each other's left off, kind of like finishing each other's mm. sentences almost, as opposed to like, you know, 
one was really studying the analytics and the other one was really doing the play-by-play. So, I don't know. I, I feel like it, 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 it's good, but it's like you kind of you kind of get the impression they I mean at least for me they kind of get the impression they were trying to you know just get Greg Wood's voices in there because a lot of people in the comments were saying that I guess yeah I kind of get uh, that because I see yeah. oh sorry I, <laughs> I was sorry. Says, first off it, it is Jack Nichols and I C H O L L L S it's a my mistake uh, yeah it, 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 uh, it's it's a it's a Nicholson is a common name and so it, it's it's but it's, like, it's 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 easy to mix them up. But it's Jack yeah. Nichols, mm. and uh, and then I guess like, and I I do understand what you're saying here. Like, I I, I my experience with dual commentators is not gr- uh, a whole lot. So, may, but like I, I suppose like I never really could tell if like maybe there is a reason. Like like there probably is, is a reason like like for dual commentators. Like you need someone to focus on different things. Like at least in marching band for me, for instance. Like I know like there are like um for at least at the high school level, there's like three judges and like at professional level, there's like five and each of them focus on different aspects mm-hmm. and that's because it, there's so much happening in a, in a marching band show that you need someone to focus on different aspects of each one to make sure that they catch everything and I guess like that could apply to racing and other sports as well like you need commentators to look at every aspect but I guess it's um at least for me I guess maybe it's, it's harder to Maybe probably, I guess notice that for me at least because like on TV the cameras always focus on one spot, so it's really it's like but the commentators I think are watching it, they're watching it live and I think they can, so they can see probably more of the actual game. So but I, I don't know it's a, it's an interesting situation I would give you but I think maybe another aspect that we need to consider is um these marble races are significantly shorter than the Formula E races at least oh, as yeah, far yeah. as I'm aware and so. Like there, like there's there's not as much time for banter or discussion between. Like they have to kind of be on top of things, make sure that they're catching everything that's happening. And so it's there's not as many opportunities to have more unique conversations between the two people. And and that's and that's even more like at a point that that kind of goes along with the debate of um, you know should commentary for marble sports be be voiced over after many viewing over and over. Or, you know, genuine commentary reaction. You don't know what's going to happen and you just start it. And like Greg Woods does, you just watch it and do it like genuinely from scratch, right? And I mean, I feel like, listen, I'm all about genuine not watching it before you do commentary because I think the genuine reaction is what makes the marble sports so much more interesting. You know, Greg like freaking out, you know. That's how some of the marbles doing and being like, oh, look at that. I didn't expect that. You know, that kind of stuff. And, and you know, that, that reaction is what kind of pulls people in. But in this case with um, the dual commentary, I feel like maybe maybe watch it through. Maybe a, maybe a quick watch through to kind of see what's going to happen and know what, what stats and analytics would be important through the race. Maybe that would not be a bad idea with the double commentary. Now, they might have even done that. I don't know. I don't think they did. But uh, that might—I don't think they did. Like, that like they're, they seem pretty genuine. Like, yeah. um, with uh, I can't, who was um, I think it was uh, who was it? was a uh, was it? Uh, well, I can't remember the marble, but like, they got stuck on the uh, the uh, the railing. Um, the the, the turn guard or our guide, and like they and they just completely lost all momentum, and like they both like had a very genuine like, oh no, shoot. <laughs> yeah, I heard I heard that where they both kind of overlapped there. With the um the reaction, which I thought was really good, those points were actually really nice. Um, you know where they reacted together, but um, it's kind of like they settled back into their you know awkward structure after they did that. You know they almost were I trying believe to it was Mahindra. The genuineness. 
Yeah, I believe I believe the marble was Mahindra that got caught up. Oh was yeah, it, was it? Or, or, yeah, it was. Yeah, you're it was right. Mahindra. It was Mahindra. Yeah, it dropped quite a few places, and and that's like a side note for me because the actual drivers of these teams are like watching, obviously watching this. So I wonder what their reactions would be. To oh, that's see a good point. Their own team like fall behind. I would love to see the reaction series from the racers, like. Like like watching the videos, oh, yeah. I think that'd be great. That would be so cool. They'd be like, "Oh, I would never do that in real life." Or oh, this sounds like Envision Virgin Racing. Um, yeah, like an wow, aftermath show twice, of just twice, like them the talking way. about their marble. Yeah, honestly, like, like, like doing the interviews. Yeah, dude, I should I should oh. try to get in contact with one of them and see if they want to come on the podcast. That'd be cool. I would oh. love to see like a real Formula Formula E driver get pissed about their marble losing because <laughs> you have to think of Envision, right? Like. They hit like last place, but they started pretty good. Um, they did, but like I wonder what their driver is feeling. And like they did comment a little bit on that, like, oh, I don't know exactly what it was, but like, oh, like he's not going to be very happy about that. Like when watching the marble, and I think that's uh, hilarious to see what their reactions would probably be. Oh, indeed, yeah. That I would love to see that that series, um, you know, of them kind of reacting to it. Yeah. I'm sure they're watching it. That, that got to be really yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, I could not mention something that I that I thought was great is uh the on Marvel camera like like from the driver's perspective that was hilarious. Oh, I love that like, the driver's perspective. Dri- like, like driver's view. Uh, the driver's it's eye. The driver's tr- eye. Yeah, driver's eye. I was gonna talk about that. It's hilarious. Um, it's great. It's amazing. I love it so much. That was oh my god. I yeah, mean- and Jack. <laughs> Jack Nichols and Greg Woods just play it off and like, and that was Driver's Eye, and then they just go back. They don't talk anything about it. Like, oh, I guess we're not gonna see anything. Dude, I, was, I wanted some some kind of satirical remark, like, oh well, <laughs> couldn't really get, couldn't really see much there, <laughs> kind of thing. You know, just a very, just a short little thing because I I feel like the Driver's Eye thing was um well at least should have been played off as more of like a like a funny thing because it's kind of like all right I thought it was already we're getting that yeah, Driver's View have... thing. Um, but I mean, evidently you're not really going to be able to tell what's going on because, uh, <laughs> um, well, yeah, they, they should have added a bit there, more comedic rolling. effect to it. Yeah. But, um, I, well, I, I, th- I feel like it would be so cool if they could figure out a way to actually kind of have some camera seeming to track the marble rolling, but actually get that driver's eye, like not a rolling perspective, but a real perspective. That would be really cool, but I think that'd be very complex. Well, yeah, I, I, I think it would be borderline impossible, but you know, it's 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 an interesting idea. I think it'd be fun to see how it works. Implant cameras in the marbles. Honestly, though, I mean, the the outside of a camera is glass, so I mean, like, kind of planted in the marble there. I mean, that one. Uh, but then again, you would still get the rolling thing. You wouldn't be able to have the straight. Yeah. Oh wait, that's yeah. an, wait. How do they do that? By the way, that's that's a question I have in my mind. How um, do they get I, if that you look rolling at it effect? Closely, it's just like an effect. Like I think they. I think they. It almost looked like they was had it drawn like some out or was it pictures? Of, like it looked like I had a together. picture that just kind of like like flashed downwards, like flashed through a, like a bunch of times over and over and over again. And probably like the fisheye um a lens effect. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because mm. like, like making like it's not impossible to have a, a hollow sphere and put a camera in it. Like I'm pretty sure those like toys or something or objects you could you do to do that, but that's significantly more difficult. And more costly than just making a, than doing a cool little effect because yeah. you know and you can make an effect that makes it look like exactly like that. So I'm yeah. sure they did that because that would be you know that would be incredible work if they were not going to do that and um, you know for that short clip. Right. Well, I can't wait to see more drivers eye in the future. <laughs> more, more more unclear rolling perspective, right? 
Um, but no, I love it. I love the extra touch that they keep. It's like every video, every video, it's like one little touch, one little extra thing they're putting in there just to try to, you know, just to play with the fans, and it's great. It, it, uh, you know, I, it, uh, it's just awesome. Oh, yes, of course. If you have a trivia question um, and you're in the live right now, you can, of course, send it in to me, and we will do it during the trivia segment for those who have trivia questions. I'll always accept them. Um, anyways, um, maybe we should, uh, did anyone else have anything else to say about Marbula E? Of course, you know, we know Envision, again, got 12th place, and Dragon, Pole Sitter, um, dropped all the way to ninth, which was, uh, uh, both of them commented on the, the atrocious start. Um, yeah, Dragon just fell immediately, and that, that was yeah. kind of disappointing. Yeah, and, um... He just swung too much to the outside, and he lost all that momentum, and just, everyone just passed him. Um, but yeah. one thing I do want to add just, just before we get off is the final chicane. And I think that's one thing that we should focus on because of how many lead changes that caused. Because that final chicane, if you were too far on the inside, you would get a bad start and you'd lose all your momentum. And it was really easy to, for people to pass you. Oh, was it like Did the final um, thing where it was like it was the curve and then it snaked real quick to the left and then went to the finish line? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, the final chicane. It was like that yeah, squiggly yeah, line. Yeah, that was... Like it was, it was almost impossible for a marble to approach that to where they would not hit that inside part of the the, the last snake because you know they would come around the curve, they would be normally on the outside line, sometimes on the inside maybe, and they would like slam into that little elbow sticking part that comes out, and it would be a huge uh, lead, um, not like a lead difficulty, but more like a ground loss for them, so you could slow down a lot. I mean, fortunately for them, it was right at the elevator, so the elevator's kind of the great equalizer. All mar our marbles, all marbles are dead stopped at that point. But definitely, right. it was it was um, it was kind of like, it, it, I mean, if that was in the middle of the track, it'd be huge, huge ground loss. But definitely at the end, it kind of took all the momentum away, especially from that back straight. Yeah, it, you have to have all your momentum to like the offside to the outside of the track. Or else you're not going to be able to carry it through. Hmm. Indeed. Yeah. In any event, um, <laughs> do we want to advance? Uh, might, do we want to go to the trivia right now, or do we want to talk about uh, a few you know what? first? Trivia. Yeah, uh, early for it. trivia, but we might right. want to jump trivia. right into it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do it. Let's get to the trivia. One of the earliest trivias we've ever done. We're only about 15 minutes in, but... Um, I think is it the earliest trivia? I feel like there's be. one that would start ten minutes into a discussion before. I, I feel, feel like, like I feel like the one of the first couple of trivia's we did we started earlier because it was like new, but like I feel like yeah, I think this could be one of the earlier ones definitely. It's just like so I'm bored. Let's do trivia. trivia. Cue that music that I never hear, but it's put in post production. <laughs> is it cued? Is it going? I hope you guys yes. heard it. I'm assuming it was already heard, and now I'm talking, <laughs> and it sounds stupid, even though the music was already already heard in, in, in the recording. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. Um, and let's get right into the trivia. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first because mine's probably the easiest one because I literally just came up with it. So on the <laughs> topic right. of Envision Virgin Racing, uh, for the, sec the second race, uh, how they started off good but then they ended poorly as we all know in last place now my question is how many places did they drop from their um starting position bro that that's like extremely close to my question so um i'm gonna guess wait let me see wait how many places are there there's 12 there's 12 oh it's seven mm -hmm. 
I think seven. seven. I remember that one. Yeah, it's seven. Or maybe right. ooh, it might have been like six. All right, try seven. We'll try seven. All right. The answer is six. Oh, damn what? it! I said six, and then I went back yep. to seven. Yeah, they, they, they were in uh, <clears throat> they were in sixth place before um sixth position, before the race yeah. started. Ah, so close. Oh, I thought yeah. it was like fifth, but I, I figured it must have dropped down one more. Damn, Kate, I was Casey guessed five. Everybody, like, this happened, I think, last week. Like everybody guessed like the number uh, just above and just below one mm. of the questions. Indeed. Dang, I was close. Yeah, I thought it was seven too. Yeah, both me and Marble Guy were like, we got this, we got this down. It's it's oh, yeah, probably like seven. seven. I watched the video like right before. Boom, curveball. Um, and then forgot. Boom. <laughs> All right, um, we could do my question ricochet, next. Ricochet. All right. Um, Go ahead. So again, for Envision Racing, they came in last. Um, so what was the highest spot that they were able to achieve? Oh, um, oh, like overall, I, I guess like, you know, without finishing. Um, I think they got up to... I want to say fourth. I want to say fifth. Fourth and fifth. Is that your final answers? Sure. Yes. The answer is five. Oh, oh, nice. Man. Boom. They were able yeah, to achieve five. Yeah, I figured, five. like, if they started in six that one time, they would probably have jumped up at least one place for a second and then How do you go it. so far behind? Like... I don't know. Envision is the new Limers. Bro, oh, shut well, I mean, up. Like... No, that was the Limers <laughs> again. We don't need... That is Limers blasphemy. Stop with that. I mean, <laughs> Gold Piston was in 10th was in through most of the final race of Marvel Circuits, and then they shut up to first at the end. Yeah, I know. That mm-hmm. was... Or se- second place. It was, so it was, second. It was the opposite of Envision. <laughs> yeah. So it can, oh, it can speaking happen. Speaking of that, Waf, you just reminded me. Um, one of the other things we can talk about with Fubica today, um, I put out a feedback form on the races. So... Um, you know, asked like feedback questions, but some of the other things that asks were like, um, you know, who was the best coach marble, who had the best right. rivalry and stuff. But, so we can actually yeah. talk about those two later. Yes, later. Let's get yes. to, uh, let's get Thank to you keywords later. I'm aware of that. Um, oh, my question. Yes. Submitted by Marbles for Autism, our favorite backup half host. Um, which marbles? Which marbles have been in have have been last in the past two Marbula E races? So like, what do you mean, which marbles? Like, like more than just envision. I think he just meant which marble. I think yeah, because it's it's envision. It's it's envision. <laughs> it is indeed envision. It is envision. envision for all racing. three questions. <laughs> oh my! So this is okay. They're like infamous. Like they're not the top, but they're so far below that everyone's talking about them. <laughs> That's what we all like, focus on. Yeah, I think it's because everybody else like like because we, we don't know these teams. Like like we we this is our their second race for crying out loud. Yeah, and it's hard yeah. to like you know it, it's not the same as 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 the other marble teams. It's not the same as the savage beaters out there. You know it. it you know it, I still like the whole thing with like the partnership. I mean, I think it's more for publicity than it is for, you know, I mean it's, it's good quality. But you know, savage beaters. I want to see the savage beaters race against BMW. I almost would have loved if they crossed it over, like pick six of the uh, six. Um, uh, marbula e-racers and the top six teams from uh, marbula one and kind of put them together like okay let's see how um our veteran marble racers do against um uh the real deal out there in uh, formula e that would have been really cool i feel because um, then they would you would you had your favorite uh fan favorite teams out there plus the new guys yeah it would have been cool but i think I still like the main focus of the real teams because I say do, that you yeah. did add like actually like the Marbula One teams, you wouldn't have a lot of room for like other teams that we probably wouldn't have seen. Like you would have had to cut about half of the Marbula 
<laughs> yeah, Mobula just E. Just have Savage racers. Beaters. <laughs> just have spa- Savage Beaters. Only Savage Beaters versus all the Marbula E. Showdown. What the heck? Who would win that? <laughs> Who would win? I think, actually, the Savage Beaters have a really good chance. I mean, I, I don't know if Savage Beaters would get first in that. I think they have a good shot at top, like, top five, definitely, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've only seen these racers race two races, so it's kinda... <laughs> exactly. But like from my, fr- we'll my find first out in the future. Yeah, <laughs> from that first Hopefully impression, we can have one though, of our... I mean, some of these racers are, are make some good cuts, but they don't really have that that pure speed that the savage speeders have. You know, they don't like no marble speed. in um, in Marbula E really had that get out in front and stay out in front kind of moment. They all there was always a chance that they were going to drop back into the pack. And that yeah, they were see, always that, out in front until they weren't. Yeah, exactly. And, and and that that might mean that all the racers are so fast that they're just all so good that they there's no one going to separate themselves or it might mean there's not someone who really has that that's that pure speed like the savage beaters do. Pure speed. Exactly. <laughs> so I just the speed slowly. I always think of like Lightning McQueen every time. I am speed. Honestly, though, I keep thinking of that like Lightning McQueen meme where like his face is distorted. <laughs> I, I I don't know the one you're talking about. You don't. I'll have to send it to you after. All Pretty right. cool. Yeah. Uh, but right, so... what other topics do we have to talk about? Because we have well, glass well, we, that uh, I want to talk have about. We wrap up the trivia. Whoa, trivia. hold your horses there, half host who's been gone for four weeks. <laughs> All right. Excuse wow. me. Wow. I'm desensitized from everything. Look at him going, you know, steamrolling, savage speeding, raspberry racing into the next segment of the podcast. Before and we it's done. Let's go back to the show. <laughs> you All can't right. hurt me with your puns, Brendan. Damn. I've gained um, an immunity. <laughs> ricochet? So... <laughs> But anyways, yeah, we should let's uh, jump right back into the um, the show. Cue the ending trivia music. Do we have that still? Good. Boom. There you go. Boom. Oh crap! At the pause. Pause. That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show. 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 The show. Oh. Back come the trivia. Hey. I think that's pretty much it. All right. So you mentioned like you had a uh, um stuff from a poll. Like that you did, you took that you oh, could yes. use. Oh yes. Um, let's jump into Fubica, but before we do the uh, look at the poll and see some of the interesting things from that, I do want to comment on a couple Fubica things. If you haven't seen Fubica's newest video, go check it out. Highly recommend. Even if you're not a big Fubica racing fan, this is just a really cool marble sports advancement. Three minutes long. And he kind of showcases, um, I think it's like about halfway through the video, he actually shows a good clip of it. He showcases this interesting self-propulsion or propulsion device for marbles um, that would oppose the elevator um, instead of instead of the elevator. You'd have this. And ah, I just think it's so cool. It it um, It's kind of like this this device and I, I guess i don't know how exactly it works but i think it's like these two it's like uh, the hot wheels thing where like there are two rubber spinners and then you put the car in and it shoots out or like a football launcher yeah. it's also like a football launcher except it's oh yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah. except it's like horizontal yeah yeah exactly like that yeah it's kind of like you got two um yeah yeah you just high spinning wheels like cylinders wheels. they're more like bars that are spinning and the marbles go underneath and they get shot out mm-hmm. um at high speeds where they'll they'll have a lot of momentum for a long distance 
Wait, at first when I saw the video. Th- oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought sorry, sorry. I thought that the marbles were on top of the like the little um, conveyor belt and they get launched. That's what well, I thought I saw. T- well, there's two bars, so the one bar is on the top spinning and one bar is on the bottom spinning. So it's like you know you go through them and the bars push the marble oh, through. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's really cool and it's so simple too. It's only a couple bars and like a motor. Yeah. What I don't know. I don't. This is probably just me because I'm stupid. But when I was watching the video, it showed like <laughs> the bars and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder what that's gonna be for. And then um, Fubeka showed the marbles launching, and I was like wait how's it doing that like I-, I didn't pick it up right away i was like this is black magic it has to be <laughs> like what's what's propelling this marble and i was like oh wait it's it's the it's the thing <laughs> yeah um i just i also obviously there's some concerns with that because well you know if marbles go into that propulsion device a little bit awkwardly or they're colliding and stuff is it going to shoot them as fast is it going to get them over that uphill battle necessary um that would make it exciting yeah yeah (laughs) true but i feel like there would be that aspect of oh that's unfair if a marble has rolls all the way back down and just well hopefully it doesn't get stuck i have a feeling that it's built though that if a marble doesn't make it all the way up it would roll back down and then get shot up again super fast or something like that yeah he could put like an overhang wood plank so that if it does shoot up it'll just bounce back down but it would hard. It would be hard for like the marble not to lose momentum if it did do that. Yeah, that, that that's true. But um, more like just there is that unfair aspect of okay, if the marble doesn't make it up the first time, it rolls back down, and that's that's like you know that wouldn't happen in real racing. Like it would always be going forward. So well, it could be um, like a flat tire. <laughs> sure, I guess so. I guess <laughs> I guess you. I guess you it's the marble's it fault. I guess it's your fault if you can't make it up the little hill. Um, but on the other side of the coin. You know, if you if the if it's too fast, so it's it will never fail. Like it will never the marbles will always make it up the hill. Then if a marble goes into it too fast, then it might just shoot so far that it like might be all the way down to the other end of the the track <laughs> before the momentum from that propulsion thing wears off. And that also would be a negative too, because it's like oh, it's almost simulated speed for half. It. I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. If you get the right balance, I think it could be cool. Waff, did you take a look at that? Did you see that on uh, Fubica's channel? I did, and it was interesting. Like, I, um, I, I, it definitely is better than like um, I guess slowing down the momentum. Like, it's nice that it keeps it going, and I'm hoping that like uh, uh, I guess the next time that uh, Marble Circuits and uh, Marbula One come around, like they'll find ways to um do their own sort of a more efficient uh propulsion technique. I'm not sure if whether it be the same technique or like another one like a uh, air air pressure or Hot Wheels launchers, whatever you want to do, like as long, Hot as, long as, like, as long as it does something, like as long as it, keep, like, I, I would like to see that. That'd be cool. Yeah, um, I mean, as far as fairness, by the way, I think like that's like the biggest um, aspect of of this situation. Like, is it fair? You know, I feel like it's as fair as the conveyor belt, and the reason I say it is because if you, the conveyor belt, it the mar, um, every time the the marble goes around it has momentum and then when it hits the conveyor belt it stops momentum so the conveyor belt is you know while it's not shooting the marble forward it is just stopping it dead so um i feel like this device if it works correctly if it doesn't have a lot of mishaps and you know shooting the marble off the course or not shooting it far enough most of the time that kind of stuff then it actually is pretty fair because it's it's not it's it's kind of it is rewarding the marble a little bit more for a higher momentum when crossing that finish line 
And it also is, um, you know, it's kind of maintaining that speed and adding to the speed. It's not like a dead stop. So I actually think that this is more fair in a sense than the conveyor belt. It's just, is it going to work consistently? That's really the question for me. Well, I don't know, because, like, let's say the marble goes, like, all the way to the side. If it has, it has to go through, like, something that narrows down so it can actually go into the track. So it's a lot harder to, like, if you're all the way on the outside, even if you're in first, you're going to have to lose so much momentum versus, like, somebody in second is, like, right in the middle is able to just go straight into the spinning bars. But wouldn't that be, like, a marbles problem? Like, a, like, yeah. like it wouldn't be fair enough, like, oh, you have to stay in the middle? That'd be the marble's fault for steering off to the right or to the left instead of going more towards the center. Exactly. Yeah, I guess, I guess that can work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, um, the track for this particular event, um, Glass Car, by the way, it's called. Get it? Glass Car? NASCAR? Ha. <laughs> um, it's going to be wider. It's He actually is hand-building the tracks from wood, which looks Ooh, so oh. cool. It's, it's unbelievable. I, would, I, would, I think I po- did I post a picture in here? I forget. In the Discord? I forget. Um, by the way, if you're not in the Discord, the Marble Sports Worldwide Discord, join it up. It's in the comments, uh, in the description of the video or the platform that you listen on, probably. So join it up. Uh, it, um, uh, actually, uh, it's only been in, I think, the description of YouTube of the YouTube channel. So, Brendan, yep. if you want to make sure that our, our other listeners can get it, put you, you might want to put that in Anchor and stuff. I'm doing the absolute 100% best I can there, Waff. Uh, um, well, uh, it's, 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 it's really just pasting the, the link in the description. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. It is indeed that. Um, we will, we will obviously, you know, take care of that for you guys. We will, we will get to it. Don't worry about that. If um, and, and assuming he forgets <laughs> it, which uh, let's, this is Brendan probably, he might just look at us up on wow. YouTube and you'll find it. Calling me like a Momo, forgettable Momo. <laughs> um, for, uh, you're just making that up. <laughs> Where did forgettable Momo come from? I just made yeah, that seriously. Up. Ricochet, ricochet. I think the ones who are forgettable are Jungle Get Jumpers because they, sl- they slept through an entire event. So if anyone's Facts, forgetful, dude, oof, yeah, man's yeah, going to hate you for that. Yeah. Yeah, this man's not here right now. Hey, it, it's fact. He'll never know. ML Facts number 102. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Jungle Jumpers are the most forgetful team. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, back to the um, to the feedback of thing. Because um, uh, a bunch of people didn't know this, but he is. I, he it looks like he's building his own track. I I just took a look at this in the server. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is it here. I'll, I'll post it for you guys. Um, if you're of course listening on the recording, join the Discord and you can see it. Um, it's it's kind of. I'll describe it to you. Um, it's kind of like this. It looks kind of a tannish track. It's kind of imagine the marble drum, drum track, but I think it's about twice as wide. I would say, and so That's it's twice kind as of wide. Like, I said I, I, I needs perspective. I guess like, like something to, to like, it, I guess yeah. It, you would need some perspective, but it, it is definitely much wider than the marble drum track. I think probably about at least one point five times as wide. Um, okay. You can see that it, it's made. It looks to be made from wood. Um, it's you know the tan and the, and stuff. So and it has like the nice barriers. It, it's a really nice looking piece of track. It, I'm, I'm, it is. It. I would. I feel like it's. You could sell that. It's so. It's. It's. It made me happy to see how um nicely made it. I don't know how he did that honestly. Yeah, it'd be cool if he painted it too. Like to get like maybe uh, like because like while the brown is not that actually that bad of an aesthetic, like like kind of like that homemade look. Um, to make it more professional, maybe like make, painting it black or like asphalt color, or maybe like I'm a, yeah. adding just something like, like a kind. I, I I know he's just probably just like his prototype. He's just making sure that it works first. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think yeah. I would I would say either like a black or even a white. You know, go with some sort of white, a white? or like go with mm. his 
go with his colors because his colors is like green, orange, and black. So maybe some of that. I don't know, but um, certainly is uh, it's it's really cool. I I like the extra mile that he's going to at least build his own track to try to separate it from the fact that marble circuits is kind of the same thing. Um, let's keep that in mind, and you know to try to at least be a little bit unique in that aspect. Right. So, yeah. Anyways, um, oh yes, the poll. I was, I was. Yeah, I was about to say, like, like, did we go over the poll yet? And I just completely zoned <laughs> out already. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to remember what it is that I had in store. Um, so yeah, definitely go check that out. I'm really excited to see how the propulsion thing works. Um, I'm hoping it works because if it doesn't work, he'll probably default back to a conveyor belt, and I don't want that because that's not as fun. Um, but yeah, we should talk about this Fubeka poll and and maybe give our responses um, to what we actually think uh, we would put for this. Uh, we can live chat. You can get in on this if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just dive right in. So uh, the first question, and maybe, maybe, well, maybe you, maybe it'd be fun if you guys tried to guess what was the most answered, um, what was the highest percent answered? Because three hundred and ninety people responded to this poll for Fubeka, which is um, dang. Yeah, um, it wasn't even advertised in the videos. It was in the community tab and in the Discord. So we got a lot of people wanting to give feedback. A lot of people's. Um, so you can try to guess to see which one uh, had the highest percentage um, uh, vote from all the community. So let's get right into it. Marble Circuits fan poll. Um, question one, what was the most exciting of the 12 races? One through 12 are your options. Mm. Uh, I, I, I voted in this as well, but like I guess I'll, I'll say it here, but it was 12 easy for me. Like, it was the most exciting. It had, it had The rain lasted for more than one lap. Like It was just... It was a tense race. Like, like it was a lot, of, a lot of comebacks, a lot of disappointments too. Like, it was just, it was the best race. I, yeah, I, I have to agree on like, Waff there, but just because since it was the final race, there was a lot more building up to it rather than just the first race where you're just being introduced to a lot of the racers and like how they're gonna do, and you're just seeing everything out. But as races go on, you are more invested in like what's going on and like how it's gonna turn out. So when it's the final race, it's like this is gonna like make or break what my favorite team is gonna like win or not so you're very focused on it yeah yeah uh 12 for um i didn't put 12 for this um believe it or not i put i can't remember i think i put race eight the second gold piston victory because if if you go back to that race first of all i think that was one of my best commentary jobs bar the confusion with fast coupons and sparky which was i was ripped up in the comments about that one but i got over that i improved um, besides that, the, besides the mistakes I made as far as naming the marbles, to me that was one of my best commented races, um, and because it, it was one of the most exciting races. You had Race Gold Piston, you had Peppers, you had Pink Pearl all in the top three, and um, l- l- like you see at the end, it was Gold Piston and Peppers, and Peppers lost uh, out to Gold Piston for first place by point zero zero five seconds. That's five thousandths. I always have trouble with thousandths. That word is tough. Uh, five thousandths of a second. That was, to me, the most exciting race. Um, the last two races for me, while they were exciting, because it was building up, of course, it was more focused on the overall pointage. Um, if you put those races at the beginning, they wouldn't have been that exciting because um, you know of the clear winner. They kind of established themselves for most of the races in both of those races. But um, the fact that they were to the end is what they made them so exciting. Like, will Pink Pearl keep the lead that long? Will Gold Piston hold the lead? Last couple of races, Arrow Frog in race 11 comes out of nowhere, and Gold Piston's in trouble. But uh, for me, it was race 8. 
And for the poll, for the majority, it was uh, by a 54.6% majority. It was definitely race 12 for them. Um, the, the second place for this one, I'll try to get like the second and third. Oh, yeah, yeah. Second place was race eight with, 30, with about 30, no, 7.7%. Um, third place was, I believe... Third place was race three with 5.9%, and fourth place um, was race uh, 11 with 5.6%. So there you have it, guys. That's that's that. Um, definitely 12 won it over. Um, here's a good one coming up next year. Which uh, well, marble... I just want to clarify, what race were you talking about that was your favorite? Like, I thought I said two, but then you are talking about peppers and gold piston, and like, wait a minute. Eight. What Eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah, two... Um, mm. To be honest, for me, the first five were not that great because I was still trying to figure out how to comment and you know he was figuring out how to build good tracks so it was kind of like this whole mix of uh confusion almost yeah all right but, sorry sorry i interrupted let's, let's move on to the next question yep so yeah um so for this one which marble fought the hardest over the 12 races and um your answer choices are sea turtles pink pearl peppers or gold piston um give you give your thoughts and, and also who you think who you Wait, think say it again the, majority here sea turtles pink pearl peppers and gold piston i can't mm. remember who i said i either said sea turtles because they, they had it rough quite a bit towards the end there or pink pearl because pink pearl like started <laughs> out good and then also had it rough but then it was fighting fighting like and then at the final race like pink pearl needed that win to take that first place and so it was a very hard fought victory for pink pearl i think just for me, I, I think Gold Piston really fought pretty hard just because of the last race and, like, how far he pushed. And he was able to do pretty well in, like, the last race. And I think that takes a lot of power to do. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I, saw, I saw something interesting. Like, we viewed Gold Piston in two different ways. Like, I viewed it as, like, Gold Piston was the threat to Pink Pearl. Whereas, the like, threat. <laughs> we viewed, like, Gold Piston was at a disadvantage and was fighting to get that first play like it's like and that's so interesting like like it just depends on like how you like who you're rooting for like it can completely change your perspective on something mm-hmm. like uh, for a gold piston fan it's like oh man like they got such they got such a lot a lot of ground to make up like oh they're so close to winning if they get they get the, pro- the top prize like whereas pink Bros like oh no if they lose this then they don't get the first place yeah hurt doing good it's it's, it's <laughs> uh, uh I like I, the I voices know. you did for the marbles <laughs> yeah like, yeah i, I love it's... how i love how stressed you get over their um <laughs> racing yeah, this, this is probably something that's, that should be obvious, but like, I don't know. It's, it's something I never really thought about, but like that's just like, it's just an interesting aspect of I guess of sports in general, but also like um, that that can be applied to Marvel sports too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I certainly agree. Um, it certainly seemed uh, based off the first few races, it seemed like a Sea Turtles Pink Pearl race situation. It was their game, and you know. Uh, definitely some people probably saw it as Gold Piston kind of ruining the fun coming up there and taking the victories, even Peppers. But uh, for me, I think I put Gold Piston for this one because it was just his ability to to come back late in the game, take take two races in a row. Uh, before those two races, he had a third place. You're talking 11th place, fought hard to get first place again, and he was he was he went from one of the the worst performing marbles in the first few races to the overall you know leader before race 12 so to me that was the hardest fought um when i look at sea turtles i kind of see sea turtles differently i don't see like him fighting hard because he struggled but him being very lazy doing so well at first but then kind of slacking off and um kind of so i put gold piston for that one yeah that's because that's another instance of like difference of perspective like depending on how you view like 
like, it's like it's like sea turtles is not starting struggling whereas like you you is like no sea turtles is getting lazy it's like and like it that that's it's always it's just, it's all about perspective i guess it's it's what yeah. you make of it yeah um but the fan let's see what the fans as a whole made of it it seems like uh they made of it pink pearl for the hardest fought out of a uh, 43% majority here um, followed Ooh, by dang. Gold Piston with a 25.9 and then uh, Sea dang. Turtles actually beat out Peppers with a 15.9 um, no wait did I say that right? Pink Pearl yeah Pink Pearl is the hardest fought 43.1 so she um, she did fight hard and Gold Piston certainly came up right afterwards with that hardest fought um, but uh, move on to the next one here um, this one was one of my favorite questions uh, best rivalry list the two competitors in this form Marble 1 Marble 2 I don't know why I read that part of the question. Um, <laughs> we're just talking about it. But best rivalry in um, the Marble Circuits. Go. Oh, what, what, what were the options, though? You list them. You list the two. You write, type it out. I didn't really focus oh. on a lot of the rivalries, so right. I wouldn't have uh, anything to pick. I think I said it was um, Pink Pearl and Sea Turtles because like, just from the get-go, like they were the two biggest contenders like for most of the se- of, like, I think the first half of the season. And then the other rivalry I said was Gold Piston and Pink Pearl, I think, as well, actually. Again, because like, they're they the ones who were fighting. Or actually, what? Did I say that? I can't remember I can't remember who my second one was. I think it might have been Pink... I, I know I think I said... I think I said Gold Piston with somebody, and I think it was Pink Pearl again, but I'm not sure. I don't remember who my second rivalry was. Hmm. What about you, Wolves? Um, I didn't, yeah, like I said, I didn't really have, like, a specific rivalry that I focused on. I just kind of, like, see how the different marbles interact with each other. Like, rivals would come and go because, like, there was the change in, like, places and standings that all the marbles were. It was really hard to pinpoint, like, a certain set of marbles that, like, had a continuous rivalry with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, um, it was definitely Pink Pearl and Sea Turtles, and only because the the heated battle they they exhibited for the first like six races going back and forth for first place kind of owning the whole competition that was kind of sealed it for me and in the last race you saw sea turtles up in third for a while even though he was slacking off a little bit he definitely showed it there trying to come up trying to beat pink pearl just couldn't uh, close the door and they actually even even when they started to pink pearl and sea turtle started to struggle a little bit they definitely held those top two overall spots first reached triple digits in the points um you know all that stuff so to me, they were definitely the biggest rivalry. Um, you could argue for for some of the other ones, I guess. But, um, you know, some, some people say Peppers and Gold Piston. I mean, um, maybe a little bit. I guess Race 8 kind of really showed a nice rivalrous situation there. But it wasn't as... Um, that was, like, the second most said thing. Um, Pink Pearl and Sea Turtles was the highest response, followed by Peppers, Gold Piston. Um, and then you got other people saying, I mean, Pink Pearl and Black Pirate. I don't know where that one came from. Um, that one was kind of uh... weird. I, I remember, I think Black Pirate was one of my, was the other part by, of the rivalry I mentioned, but I don't know who the, who the opponent was in that rivalry. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, someone said Fast Coupins, and every marble that caught credit for what Fast Coupins did, which is a jab at me for messing up Fast Coupins, because yes, because it makes a lot of sense to pick four marbles that look exactly the same, respectively, and put them in the same race. Yes, yes, comment section of YouTube, that it's my fault. All right, definitely my fault. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. All right, I mean, yes, some of you did acknowledge though that they were stupid. That the all right, all right. So thank you for that. 
But for the people that um, 100% said it was my fault, I don't understand that. Like, like you, I'm color, what? Shit. All right. Ricochet? Hey, ricochet. Okay. Just continue. No. Um, someone, someone wrote something in Russian. Uh, let me try to read it. I can understand Russian letters, but I don't know these words. He says, Razovi Zhenchig i Zolotoy Porshin. Make sense of that one, Russian guys. Um, someone just said Pink Pearl. The best rivalry is just Pink Pearl, no other marbles. <laughs> someone just said Black Pirate. Someone said IDK. That was probably Wolves. Um, someone said Pink Pearl 1, Gold Piston 2. Obviously took the directions too, too literally. Someone said Fast Coupins and Sparky. I guess if you were really studying the middle of the pack, maybe that was happening. Um, someone said Sea Turtles, Pink Pearl, Arrow Frog, and Big Dogs. Oh, in the Discord, yes. In the Fubeka Discord, Arrow Frogs and Big Dogs were definitely the most talked about competitors for some reason. Um, someone just put a bunch of emojis, just pained emojis that were in pain that I don't... Sure. Loose Wheel versus Sparky. I don't agree with that one. Um, none and none. Um, a lot of cool answers here. Night Rivers and Mimonas. Um, not bad. They were middle of the pack barbels. They were probably going at it a little bit in there. Um, someone just put all caps sea turtles just sea turtles that's the rivalry um, someone uh, and and so on and so forth let's just say um, so definitely um, a lot of great uh, uh, range of um, answers there uh, ooh, uh, wolf says his phone is only on five percent so we gotta definitely um, continue with the podcast quickly here anyways let's go forward we'll do a few more here and then we'll wrap it up for the day um, this was an interesting question. I put this here just because I wanted to get an idea of uh, the aesthetic that the races gave. But I, um, the question, which was the most boring of the races? I Ooh, think I um, said it was race six. Why race six? Uh, wasn't that the one with the fidget spinner? Mm, I think seven. Was the oh, there was seven. Whichever oh, one was the fidget six. spinner. Might have been six. Whichever because one had the fidget spinner was the one I, I thought was the most boring just because, like... The, sp- the fidget spinner kind of messed up the, or or I well I, I it was a close tie between uh that that one and like the the race came I think immediately afterward which was a uh, the Monaco race which was that which completely did away with all the track variety almost yeah I know yeah I have to be honest I wasn't a big fan of that either unfortunately he got he at least brought back that thicker black piece that he used a few times but like uh but like still like you know. It was a shame that there was no more longer mixed track types. Yeah, that was one of the was one of my favorite parts of it too. I wanted him to like really do it well too, and like you know, kind of show that mix throughout the whole track. But um, maybe it was just too hard. I don't know. But um, for me, I, I think I said one just because one was well, in my opinion, my worst commentary, and also um, the marbles fell off the elevator. It was all yeah. narrow tracks. Oh shoot! So it wasn't yeah. Much passing. Yeah, so my, I, I guess, bad. like, uh, from that perspective, I probably should have said one. Yeah, I guess one was probably yeah. the worst of them. But, like, I, I, you give a pass generally for, like, the first thing of anything, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Wolves, what do you think on that? For me, I, I do, I, I do too, also say the first race, but not for the same reason. I think all of the Fubeka races, Marble 1 races, like, all Marble races are pretty cool for me i just like watching them race and how it Mm. will affect them in the future but the only reason why i think i would probably pick one is because i wasn't really engaged in like who the different racers were but Mm, because usually for me as 
I go forward when I watch marble racing, I become more engaged and like more invested in different drivers or racers like or marbles that you could say. Um, so usually it's the first race for me that's the most boring because I don't really know any of the racers, how they usually do, how they're supposed to do. But further on, I'll eventually be more engaged. True. Yeah. Like, you know, as, as the end comes near and the, and the, the top competitors establish themselves, you start to get into it more like, you know, even if the race itself is not that exciting, you want to see, you know, how good your, your favorite marble can do and stuff. That's why, um, that's why gel rose in popularity, um, as each year went on. I mean, obviously his content always got better, but it was also like fans from last year, like, I want to see the Rangers do again this year. You know, they kept the, 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 the same team reoccurring was a big deal. So yeah definitely um i said one as well like i said um the majority of the fans said number one followed by number two as a second place it was like 28 percent number one 12 number two and then like i think 11 people didn't like 11 and people didn't like seven i wonder what happened at 11 that caused people to dislike it i think it was because it was kind of boring actually um the only exciting part was really when gold piston actually lost that five second lead to arrow frog um, and I had to struggle at the last True. few laps to gain it back. Um, you know, I tried to make it interesting in the commentary. Like, is anyone going to catch Gold Piston? Oh. You know, that kind of stuff. Who but knows? Get the idea. Yeah, who knows? Wait and see after this commercial break. Um, yeah, dominant <laughs> competitions are never as fun. Like, it's like it's always when there's uh, ch- a challenge yeah. and potential, I guess, loss that, that things are interesting. So when it's just one marble dominating the entire race, it's not very fun. No, yeah. Um, unless unless it's reoccurring and way too much. Like if like if let's say like Pink Pearl was dominating three races in a row, then it starts to get exciting because it's like, can she continue to dominate? You know, you know, kind of like if you ever watch baseball and you're like, you know, and you, for the first six innings, if it's a pitcher's duel and like no one's even given up a hit, it's kind of boring. But once you get to inning seven and the pitcher has not given up a hit, you're like, oh my God, is he going to do it? Is he going to get the perfect game? Is he going to continue? And then every batter is like the super suspenseful, nervous kind of time. It's like, oh my God, is this going to be the one that breaks through? So it definitely is, um, the, you know, domination is something that is not, it's boring at first, but it gets exciting when it's, when it's been going on so long that the excitement is how longer, how much longer, you know, it's ridiculous almost sometimes. How much longer can this go on? So, um, for me, that was, um, it didn't happen too much. I feel like, I feel like that kind of excitement kind of came with pink pearl versus sea turtles who were the first five races. They were the only two winners. It was like, how, you know, I know it was boring in the sense that no other victors, but how much longer can it persist? Um, but definitely um anyway a couple more here um i'm not gonna do best and worst coach marble this season because there's not really much to go on there that was more for people who are in the discord and kind of saw all that stuff um yeah i was confused you were there what did this did the coaches actually get to do anything this nah, season? Like- not really it was more like a experimental thing kind of like a role play thing and, and you uh, know okay. and and you know we were kind of showing like you know because and, and you kind of i think that answer kind of came from like um you know hey who do you think what, like like the way I guess that I forget who I said I think I said like Gold Piston was the best coach because kind of like which marble started off not so good but actually really came back meaning that if there was a coach the coach was probably doing a good job of training so I definitely said um, Pink Pearl was not Pink Pearl uh, I said Gold Piston was the best coach I think and um, I said like Loose Wheel or Arrow Frog was the worst coach 
um yeah I was, but i based i said loose wheel but that, that was just based off of like loose wheels performance like that that like i was i saying loose wheel was the worst racer i wasn't really saying that loose wheel had the worst coach or anything like that you know yeah and um by far um sea turtles in the worst coach marble was the was by far the highest percentage marble over the overall together top four marbles so obviously for worst coach lo- for sea turtles no not not worst coach overall but if you take just the top four marbles oh, um okay. top, pink pearl sea turtles gold piston and peppers and compare the worst coached um percentages sea turtles had way more and i can understand that because sea turtles slacked off towards the end um but as far as obviously overall worst coach you're looking at our frog loose wheel um Amona's big dogs um but yeah um we also had who was the underdog of the season. I'll just quickly go through this one as well. Um, people, a lot of people said Gold Piston. I think Big Dog. Um, I said Big Dog. Just yeah, Big Dog. Underdog, Big Dog. I think I'm I said Big stupid. Dog too. Uh, or yeah. I, it was either Big Dog or Peppers. I think Big Dog. Just because I, I, I didn't see him too much, I think it's but a Big Dog overall. But I think I think Gold Piston definitely satisfied that underdog role. I mean, Big Dog did in the sense that. As as far as underdogs go, he was kind of like really bad, and then at, towards the end, he had like he had that second place finish, and I was going crazy. I was, he finally broke that curse of being being the only marble to not have a podium that finish, curse. so that was a big deal for him. And um, Gold Piston though was a true underdog, starting so bad, and then in the last six races coming back up and almost taking that victory. But kind of like the bad news bears, you know, you can you can you can get so good, but you can't take um, that first place every time. For anyone who's watched that movie. It's a great movie. Um, it's kind of like a. It's a good movie. I, I won't spoil it. You Wait, know? what movie? <laughs> Bad News Bears, the baseball movie. Oh, all right. Oh, great movie. I was like, what movie? <laughs> talking about movies now. All right, and the last couple of, of questions, and then we're gonna wrap up for today. We are at fifty four, so we didn't go that much shorter today, but that's all right. Um, for uh, this one's not really. I mean, I guess you guys can respond to this if you want, but you don't have to. Though so I asked how do they feel about the commentary because I wanted definitely wanted to get criticisms. Um, uh, there was that one per there's one person out of the 390 that said Greg Woods is better. Get Greg Woods and screw that person. Okay, oh my screw God. that person. Whoever that person is, just stop living. Um, don't actually what, stop what? living. Don't actually do that. Cut that out. Someone cut that out. But I I mean <laughs> that in the sense of come on guys, really? I'm not Greg Woods. I, I am who I am. I'm doing the best that I can. Actually, that was my first time ever doing commentary um, in race one. I had never really done commentary before. I think I did a couple practices, but that was it. So um, thank you to the people who at least um, noticed the improvement I made over the course of the 12 races, which was pretty evident. Um, and to the person who says, uh, get Greg Woods, thank you for letting me know that um, Greg Woods is indeed still much better because it stri- make me strive to be better. Um, well, you can't but... really compare you to Greg Woods because that's what I was when saying. you look at Greg Woods, he's a bit more like analytical with like some hype mm-hmm. and like some like looking at like, oh my God, this happened. But he's more like generally like pretty neutral when looking through everything. Most people who are commentating have a little bit more energies and that's what you have and that's pretty much what i prefer because it gets me hyped up and engaged but yeah same thing for greg woods i like seeing the analytical points so you guys are both good in your own sets you can't put greg woods in fubaka marbles because he doesn't know the teams and he's not going to know if he wants the same energy if he should shift kind of energy what he's supposed to focus on but since you're already like used to that you can't just like switch places that wouldn't work for either youtubers 
Yeah, plus he also has more experience, so it's not exactly really fair. It's like it's like comparing a, an amateur voice actor to like a seasoned voice actor with like twenty years experience. Like of course the one of course, yeah. of course he's better. He's done this more. Yeah, and he and he's obviously a lot older, so his voice is a little bit more resonant, which is what what I'm working on, but it, yeah. it you know come it's something. Gotta get that deep voice, Brendan. Gotta get yeah, that doc yes. that doctor voice. You know you know the doctor, doctor voice, right? Voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually no that, that's that's too gravelly, but like uh, I, it will you know, come. It will come. You know what you're talking about, right? Like, like the, hey. like, 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 hey. like, like little gravel hey. little words, like, every time they talk. Welcome Hello. Sports, <clears throat> but Just you know what? I'm doing. I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my style. I'll, I'll actually compare my style more to Jack Nichols. You know, kind of very excited the whole time. And um, you yeah, know, I like Jack Nichols more, style. I like more that kind of <laughs> more kind of invested in the play by play as opposed to like that leaving some silence, stepping back, and throwing in a very uh, poignant stat, which, you know, I think Greg Woods is really good to do that, especially in marble sports. Um, but, you know, it, it, you like what you like. And, and you know, it was very good because most people in the commentary, some people just said it was really good because some people, you know, they just like the commentary. But um, some people were also like, you know, they give some good criticism, like, hey, um, you actually improved a lot over this year, but, um, you know, definitely work on not repeating a certain word so much. Of course, I got a couple saying, can you just tell the marbles apart? Uh, I got that one. You know, um, you know, a couple people giving some good uh, tips and stuff. So overall, more positive than negative, definitely with the commentary, which is good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you did pretty well. Yeah, and I'm going to be always working to improve. I mean, definitely, uh, if you, it's kind of like the podcast. You look at episode one of the podcast and episode like 25, night and day, and it's the same thing with episode one of the commentary versus episode, um, I mean, race one versus race 12. Definitely a huge uh, confidence um, boost and, and, and uh, kind of better with the vocabulary and things like that. So we're just going to be going up from here. I'm sure Greg Woods had to start that way too. He had to get into it. He had to begin. He had to practice a lot. So um, there you go. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, and, and we can all pitch in on this, and then we then we'll wrap up for the day. I mean, I think two weeks or three weeks, and we can really be getting into some Marble League stuff. And, of course, Glass Car will be coming in a couple weeks too. So this is kind of our final nod to Marble I'm excited circuits, for Glass as well Car. as our um, – uh, uh, three weeks. And I think, uh, like, 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 look at the banner on the channel. It says that uh, June 2020 is when Marble League 2020 will be coming out. Oh, uh, so it's it's still a little bit away because they're doing the Formula E and things. There's something the called Last Marble Standing to be announced, which Last is Marble Standing. The yeah, they're hmm. they're really trying to put that filler in there. Um, <laughs> sorry, Battle Royale. But um, Bat no, Marble if they do Battle yes. Royale, I'm done. I'm not. <laughs> that. that is a great I, idea. We will not discuss that. There's that. <laughs> Savage no, Speeders that... and Old Rangers are dropping out of the battle bus. As much Shh. as I hate, like... No, see? You say my ricochet pun is bad. That right there is very bad. Well, <laughs> it was a as much as I joke hate... that I'm not burning uh, into the up, ground, though. Up, up, I'm peeking so many times. Okay. Anyway, the final question like was any suggestions. I'm just watching you guys As much as I hate battle royale games in general, I want to see a marble battle royale. That would be... That's just hilarious. That's for, like, I don't hate battle royale. I just think they're too mainstream. So it's yeah, they're like too this, mainstream. That's that's there's, my only there's problem this with it. Half of me loves them because I love that thing of like be beating everybody else, but the half of me is like, oh, they're mainstream. But um, any <laughs> suggestions, feedback, ideas for next season was the final question. Um, uh, a lot of people said no. The most sent response in this category was just no, followed by nope, and then none, and then none again, but with a lowercase n. So that's those were the most answered um, uh, answers. 
for improvements, but, um, I think I mentioned like having more a lot of people of variety had in the track. Stuff. I think that's I think that's what I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. People said variety in the track. People said more Coach Marble relationship. People said remove the stupid audio at the end. I agree. It's kind of annoying. It cuts into my little bit of analysis at the end, and it's also stupid. I think it sounds uh, terrible it's, and it, stupid. It, it, for what it sounds like, it sounds like it's the same person doing the line, but they pitch shifted. It is. And, it is. And the funny thing is, like, it wasn't consistent across the Marbles. Like, like, they, like okay, well, oh, Pink Pearl is supposed to be a girl. Okay, well, we'll make Pink... Like, after, like, two races where Pink Pearl is, like, oh, some random male. And walk. it would always be like, oh, okay, friends, we won. Um, it's funny. <laughs> but um i mean someone you know some yeah coach coach uh, marble relationship no golden lap do the fastest overall lap that, that was more my that was if you want to blame someone for the golden lap blame me because when you when you see the ridiculous amount of time the ridiculous the unbelievably ridiculous amount of time that that you have to spend um gel probably the same thing but also fubica um cuz he showed me sitting there calculating every time for every marble over every lap just to find the fastest lap for one point for one point one that was two that's one count it one it is it is it literally takes him like hours hours for one point so i was like dude listen i think a good idea would be make make one golden lap where the fastest lap's chosen from there i mean hate me if you want and i know it's not as authentic well, but i mean didn't he still on. calculate the lap times anyways I don't know. I don't know if he did like, every single well, lap's lap Watching time. it, I'm pretty sure the lap time should have every time a lap finished, so he still did it anyways. I, I don't like know. The I don't lap. think, he I think do it's it different. And every, I, I don't, it's fun to yeah. focus on, like, once their lap, like, oh, this is where it really matters. This is where the teams have to, like, focus on like, them doing the best. But, like, I like the the different approach that Fubeka takes. Like, it's not, like, because, like, in real racing, you wouldn't have, like, fidget spinners, like, on the on the track or like you'll have like two like really big drops or other things i like it's traditional like marble track like you know when you have to have like all gadoo racing like how it was just different colors and there'd be like different spinners i like how it's a mix of that and like realistic marble racing and i think that's like what makes fubeka marbles unique all right so i just checked mm. this he like, in the races like, he would show the times behind the leader so that's not that so he, he probably just maybe calculated like how much time passed between the leader and the last marble? So he didn't calculate their actual lap times. So you know what? That I guess. So I guess maybe he did. T like I actually stopped calculating it. All right. Yeah. And then um, my biggest correction um, would be please. And he started to do this actually a lot more at the end. He did this a little more frequently. But I need real time placement updates. Um, also, um, little things. Very little things, but they're big deals in my opinion. Uh, fix the font on your scoreboard. Make it a little bit more readable. So when I'm watching, it, it's not like weird and transparency and translucency, and I can read the numbers easily. So I can actually ra ramble off the um, the split times easier. Um, definitely a real time update of the scoreboard when all the marbles are passing. Even if he only did that for the top like six marbles, that would be a huge deal. Because one of the biggest things for me was that not only did I have four marbles that looked very similar. Yes, I'm gonna say it again. Um, but uh, I also did not, I mean, up until about race nine, I didn't have, I only had an update on the placements once per lap. So it would only update after the finish line was crossed. So I had to kind of not really know the marbles. And, then, and with, with 12 going at the same time, that's why it got so confusing. He did start to do it like twice a lap and, he, and I think almost real time in la, in, up until race 12. So that was really helpful. But um, 
yeah, like more of that, more more attention to detail with that stuff so that when a commentator's watching or a fan who's really into stats and, and real-time updating, you know, it's kind of really uh, evident and, and, and clear and, and, and smooth. So that would be my thing. Also, I think could be really cool track features. I mean, obviously, it's a lot of work, but still, um, you know, shortcuts or, you know, maybe some track has felt Ooh, on it. Shortcuts would be pretty cool. Down or, or I like to see like shortcuts. That. Kind of like more like like the drag reduction zone was good, but you need like more ways to integrate that kind of thing where you slow down or speed up the marbles, but in different ways, like patches of felt that act as like little like sand or something, you know what I'm saying? And like that kind of stuff where it's like, you know, the marble slowing down if he goes to the wrong side of the track. So um, that's what I would say uh, as far as improvements. I think Marble Circus overall was good. Of course, it was the um, the, the worst thing about Marble Circus was the time in, in, in which Fubica released it um, in regards to when JMR released it. And the, uh, it's like he's um, it's like he didn't learn from his mistakes and is releasing Glass Car now. But, I mean, you know, that that is that is a whole different drama. We like to talk more about the content and less about the political situation surrounding it. But... Um, I mean, overall is good. I mean, and I and my love doing the commentary, so um, that's why I'm 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 still still happy with it. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many possible improvements, and there's more fan engagement that I think is going to re- be really cool, maybe um, as the years go on. So, yeah, gel Fubica, gel is gel, and you can't beat gel. But uh, certainly, Fubica at least adds more Marble Sports comment uh, content to the arena. That's all I got, guys. You got anything else to say before we wrap up here? Um. Bye. <laughs> uh, hi. Amazing. Hi. Bye. <laughs> hi. Marbio Kart live chat says try Marbio Kart. Sure. Marbio Kart. Um, that would be like... cool. <laughs> Only because within Marbio Kart. Um. Sorry. I'm actually gonna do all. This How many second. variations are is but... there of racing? Like he got. Formula, <laughs> no, but Formula honestly, One, in, Mar- in, the, in go kart racing. Mar Marbio Kart. Sure. I mean, Marbio Kart is gonna be worked out. Marbula Kart, no, because it's formula. Um, but Marbio Kart, like, take take that. You could actually do a lot more because Mario Kart is known for racing, but plus a lot of other random stuff on the track for some reason, like items, of course. And you know, how would you get marbles to throw bananas? Down fast patches and crazy thing obviously you wouldn't do that but like you know there's there's a bunch of crazy things on the track always you know there's something like freaking chain chomps going across the track you know so like that's the cool thing about mario kart so at, if you did mario kart you could really like extend upon that and like br- bring races that almost are in or like mini obstacle courses but race courses at the same time I think that would be really cool. But that's the last thought I got for you guys today. We are actually longer than usual today, even though I went to this thinking we were going to be shorter than usable. So figure that one out, everybody. You lied to us. But if you went this long, um, thank (laughs) you for listening in, guys. Um, And we love marbles and stuff like that. So we're going to see you guys next week for more marbles. And have a good week and have a healthy week. Um, And we'll see you next week. Roll on, Marvel Sports fans.